Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Caduceus, your weekly hour to leave behind the walls of the Caduceus and practice mindfulness, reflection, and awareness. My name is Rolu, and I'm glad you're here. Before we begin, the captain has asked me to remind you of a ship-wide survey about Will Save the Podcast. You've listened to us, and now we want to listen to you. The survey is available at survey.willsavethepodcast.com on any of your devices. And there is apparently a mystery prize if enough crew members take it. It would be a true treat if you could share your thoughts with us. And now speaking of your thoughts, let's begin our session. Imagine, if you will, in an appendage on the right side of your body, a paintbrush. And on the left, a paint can full of stars. I'd invite you to close your eyes. Not long before the events of the Chimera, four space pirates were sent to the desert planet of Akiton to regain their captain's hold over Kafak Depot. Get in. Restore balance. Get out. A simple enough plan. Batten down the hatches, mateys. This is Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Unknown Treasures. Well, welcome back to Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. I am Kevin. I am your host for Unknown Treasures. What? Why are you laughing? Are John? you waiting for us to say something? About, oh. is, is there yeah. what? Are we supposed to say I was just tapping my microphone. Yeah. You usually shout the, the <laughs> subtitle of the of the series. Oh, uh, yeah. But we don't want to do it this time. So yeah, I, no, I'm I'm completely out of alcohol in my house. Uh, oh. So I'm, I'm breaking into my wife's. Um, she has a bunch of Kombuchas. Athletic Brewing Co. non-alcoholic beers. They're actually pretty good. Um, but you know, cheers. you can get that stuff like cheers. Wow. DoorDash, right? Booze. Yeah, she wanted she wanted to like get a sample pack, but they didn't have sample packs. So she, she bought like like uh, eight tw- six packs of. Oh my god! <laughs> like one of so each wait, flavors. It's health conscious athletic non-alcoholic beer. Well, she was pregnant, so she was like, "I right. want beer." Oh, okay. So it's non-alcoholic. Yeah. I, 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 I was like. Yeah. The alcohol is what makes it healthy or unhealthy. <laughs> uh, I haven't had like non alcoholic beer what? in forever. I, I had it, I used to drink it as a kid because my stepdad had O'Duels. O'Duels. And I yeah. would just like drink it as like a seven year old and be like, okay. Ah, okay. That's O'Duels is decent though. Is it? Though? It's I, not bad. I, I prefer Heineken decent. Zero if I'm going on alcoholic beer. Yeah, I've never tried Heineken Zero actually. I appreciate today's non alcoholic low alcohol mocktail world. I like the mocktails get, way better. Agua yeah, fresca. Like I can get type. something tasty yeah. and not yeah. Eh. 
when I was an intern at my company, um, they do. <laughs> you don't have the right mocktail. They do like intern like every week they do a uh, a intern day type thing where they do something special, and towards the end they did a, a big like um, I forget what they called it, but it was a a gathering of the executives essentially and then the interns to teach them how to be social in a work setting and they had mocktails <laughs> like i was just chugging up their mai tais and uh that sounds great know, and mojitos and all that stuff I like how you need all... a, a social lubricant class <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that or like cocaine i guess those are two things that will like, help you like, <laughs> yeah okay. they, they had they had Shrooms. mock cocaine in the corner Dude, no, really? <laughs> sugar they just oh, popped God. open like eight pixie sticks and <laughs> for real. I was on a, I was on an episode of um, Good Girls Revolt, which I free, I think it's a Prime <laughs> it's Molly. series. Molly's uh, the pretend cocaine. Cool. No, oh, I yeah, yeah. I played I played a heroin addict on Good Girls Revolt, and Kevin, the person next to me was doing cocaine, and the they, the the prop people they had an actual like heroin needle um, that would retract, so I could stab myself in the arm and they had my they had somebody like bandage like pull the the uh, rubber band to make make it tight and show my veins and then this other person was actually snorting some powder every every take and i, I finally asked like what are they snorting and they had bags of i forget what company it is, but there's no there's it was peanuts or some kind of nut it was and it comes they buy it like ground up into a powder and they have one that looks like, you know, uh, cocaine. They have another one that looks like... Why would you snort than... peanuts, though? Do they ask so, you, so, if, so you if you have an allergy thing, first? Yeah. I'm sure they asked. I wasn't the one snorting it, so they didn't I don't know, me, dude. But... I feel like any place that would let you stab yourself with, like, a heroin needle is probably not... It was, well, it's, it's a it's fake still, heroin needle, but you're yeah, actually snorting you. something. Yeah, it's, but it's edible food food waste, or food... Uh, but that I, goes into your like yeah, but yeah, it goes into your I, right. nasal I don't cavity through my nose, Kev. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> See, that's the operating like part of the <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have cocaine. I think we just invent right. a, a, a. I think we'd add to my performance that attaches <laughs> to your nose, and then as you do it, it really yeah. pulls up into the vacuum. Yeah. The person doing it had no complaints, so like I don't know. And then <laughs> straight up B twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard of people like snorting B12 or dude, I want to get you know, like a B12 shot. I want to do that like Dr. Feelgood thing where you get like a whole panel put into your body or whatever. Like, like, Dr. Feelgood, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. cool. Anyway. You gotta so, find uh, some familiar with this. What is that? Google Dr. Feelgood and JFK because he uh, was I, helped help treat his Addison's disease. Uh, yeah, they with put an a, IV uh, of stuff. It's uh, common knowledge. Uh, which, by the way, we don't common knowledge. Also, we don't endorse anyone doing any illicit. No, none of that. But this isn't no, illicit uh, uh, substances. I, just back to me being the heroin addict. Uh, the first take, the, there was somebody who worked on the. Um, it was one of the crew, the crew, not anybody on the set. And um, they, like, after the take, were like, "You're doing that wrong." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've never shot heroin before. <laughs> I don't know how to do this." And, <laughs> and like, the guy was like, "Well." Yeah, he was like, let me show you. And I was like, how do you know how to do it? And he said that he used to be a medic, I think, in the military in England. And there was one night that these two idiots fell on his door and they were they were like, can you shoot us up for me? And he's like, I'd rather shoot them up the right way than have them die on my doorstep. Right. And yeah, I was like, wow, sense. okay. <laughs> yep. So he gave some guys a heroin. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like uh, the- that was a fun, fun day of filming is all I got to say. It was a good time. 
<laughs> I, I was I've been an extra a couple times, but then like uh, one time I already told you was on Seventh Heaven, but the other time uh, wait I don't remember this what? yeah it was what just, what I, 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 you did not wait I told you this that's how I met David Gallagher and we were hanging out for like X amount of years or whatever it was what? from that experience oh okay hang on <laughs> well, there was a whole intro we covered about this I don't recall any of this granted I have that, a terrible memory was it in the true. first fifty two episodes. I can't remember. I have a script of the episode. Like, I can, like, conjure it up in a, a little bit, but, like, it's... Uh, like, I'm just saying I may or may not have been there. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Well, yeah, yeah this right? was before Vinny came on. Yeah. yeah. yeah so let's, let's reiterate for Vinny, then. Just yeah. go for short, quick. Real quick. Uh, well... Yeah, David Gallagher. I was on a uh, I was on an episode of Seventh Heaven purely as an extra, but I was just, like, moving my lips, like, in the background, talking to David. Uh, circumstances ended up being the case that he ended up coming over to my house because like him and my mom and his mom ended up becoming friends somehow through this anyway and then he would take me clubbing and like we would hang out and play Halo and, and like for years like we would do this uh, and he tried to make me cool was ca- kind of like the point of the story but it just didn't happen but like we were like hanging out uh, I became somewhat cool cooler than I was back then I was like <laughs> ridiculous but like uh, yeah, yeah it was a good time I don't know. I'd argue you're way cooler I, than David Gallagher. Maybe these me. days, because possibly through Will Save, I'm probably more well known than he is. Thing is. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wow. Oh, the, he, he was in Richie Rich. Oh. He was in Richie Rich, too. I, oh, I'm looking at his, his I'm uh, the voice Saving Grace. And That's the best thing. Smallville episode. He was the oh, voice. Angels this is in his, the end zone. He's oh, Riku classic. from Kingdom Hearts. That's what I'm most Right. He's Riku from, yeah, yeah. from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. I like Kingdom Hearts a lot. But it's just a voice. <laughs> but so he's super rather, well known. Hey, he's fine. He's known as Riku, but like yeah. whatever. We'll save. We'll one day eclipse David. Sorry, David. Uh, <laughs> so you guys anyway, aren't friends anymore. Uh, is what you're saying? I, I mean, it's a long story, but like we did stop hanging out. Um, it's probably my fault. And then, uh, and then, yeah. So how it's old were you when you were on? It's a story I'll tell another time. Actually, how that probably happened. But like, um, I was probably like fifteen or six. Okay. I was like, I think I was like fifteen years old. He was in Super Eight too. I didn't realize. That. Yeah, okay. he was. But he was. That was like the last thing I ever saw him in. He was just like a. He was high. He was on drugs actually the entire movie. That was his role. So he was like a Kevin. But like, <laughs> well, we don't want to speculate way. on that. I'm sure he was suffering from exhaustion. Please the don't only, sue us. <laughs> the only other like extra thing. There were a couple things, but the main other thing that I did was there was this movie. It was a, probably a student film, for all I know, called Boobs. And it was just about boobs, and there was like a girl who's is that like, the one with huge boobs, like yeah. Is that the one know. with um, uh, Ross from I have Friends? No fuck, I literally have no idea. I literally probably like slept through the entire experience. But my my entire job was to be the kid in class behind the girl who wanted bigger boobs, just looking at her, checking her out. And then like when <laughs> the whole thing was at the end when she had no boobs because she like Tom stopped Arnold trying to pretend that she did have them. Like she was, they were like. Uh, I, w- I still accepted her or something. I guess that was like my extra role. I was like, you're still cute even without your boobs. Anyway, it was a weird story, but that was my extra role. I didn't do anything cool, such as like heroin or whatever. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to think. Uh, what a doozy of an episode this has been. We're just all over the right? place here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all over. David, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I really want Will Save to become bigger than your entire career. And I think like <laughs> we could do this coming up. We can both have big careers, though. Okay. Kelly, I'm I'm DMing you because I want that episode number. <laughs> oh, from Seventh Heaven? Yeah, same. 
I want to buy the DVD box set of Seventh Heaven and just to find the one just episode to he's find. In. I have it. Yeah, Jen's a Who huge knows? Seventh Heaven fan. I've, I've definitely seen this episode. <laughs> you already. need to. You need to. It was just legally Kelly. send that to me through the post. Not, not can, through digital ripping or anything like that. Later on, I'll look up the... I have the script. I think it's from that episode because I got the script that day. It was like a gift or something that was signed or whatever. That's I cool. think it's of the same app. I don't know if I made the final cut to the app or not, but I can tell you the episode that it was on. So Dope. Sure. Yeah. That's neat. And we definitely won't post that clip in Absolutely. our Discord for <laughs> copyright purposes. Never. <laughs> well, yeah. if we so, do that, we have to put Kevin's entire filmography, which he has like a pretty... I want... One. Yeah, I want to see Kev draw down he literally on, played Ron on, Howard. Some, on some fools. He starred in a movie. And I'm, I'm going up River now, but uh, he's got da- the David Schwimmer I know. Was, was in a movie called Breastman. Uh, that came out when I was in high school, so I, was, I tried to watch it on HBO all the time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> cool. Well, anyways, let's get to playing Starfinder. Yeah, you guys want to play? Sure. sure. No, you guys want you to keep talking about movies and stuff. Nah, let's get that's it. good. We should we should play. We should play <laughs> all right, let's let's play. Change the music. Make it Here happen. We go. Um, yep. I'll just wave my magic wand that is somehow connected directly via Bluetooth to Centerscape. Last oh, wait, time. Are we doing every- oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. Every Sorry, time, Kelly. Sense. Every time. Sorry. Yeah. Last time, Kelly well, last interrupted time. me. Um, okay. Last time. <coughs> on, on, it's, on no it's literally rule one is don't interrupt people. <laughs> right. I thought we were clapping again. My bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know um, why I thought that. <laughs> okay. Last time, Thaddeus confronted Rolu, taking full advantage of him being paralyzed. Chalk and Terme cautiously joined in the questioning. And it was Chuck that pulled out the blue stone from Rolu's hidden compartment. Terme was able to identify that object to be the base element from an unknown star. Leaving Rolu shackled, you all made some deal to at least finish the work and the mission uh, before resolving things. But Chuck is going to hold on to the object in his pants. Terme and Chuck. <laughs> no, right. Noticeable bulge. Noticeably <laughs> in his pants. Even Chalk more than so previously. I was like, Jack, even more impressive. Packing heat. You thought Shaq had big dick energy after killing Dickerton? (laughs) (laughs) He has big puck energy now. Oh, yeah. Big puck It's glowing, too. Or it can be. Glowing in magical darkness. Ask me about my star metal. (laughs) All all I can say is uh, putting radioactive material near your genitals is not a good idea. Um, So... Kev would know. That's Shaq we're talking about. He's going to do it, man. Star (laughs) materials, probably. Uh, Terme and Chalk then turned their attention to the computers, and with a bit of teamwork, they found Vari 8's watch containing all of Vari 8's research. They also learned the Grey may have wanted the stone to find a distant location and possibly open up a drift portal to it. So that's where we are. We are in the room. Let me take you guys over to the map. We're still in that lab. To the Uh, map. Rolu is all tied up. Go to the map. So my hands are bound and my feet are bound, right? No, I think it was just your hands. I think we it's want just you to be able to walk too. out, you know what I mean? Back Strut. Um, yeah. Saunter. So you... I don't care. Soft shoe. <laughs> soft shoe. You have the entangled condition on you, correct, Rolu? I, yes, that is what yes. my hero lab is telling me. And just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if, if you want to get out of entangled... I'm going to need a strength check. And if you want to try to do that quietly, uh, we can just tell everybody else to take their headphones off. 
It's annoying because he probably is pretty strong. I'm actually uh, peek behind the curtain. No, I'm also, not. Also, I don't think I'm. I'm very uh, uh, good at tying. Can't confirm. Maybe I don't know. Sagan, am I that good at tying things? Did I tie him up like Ooh. proficiently enough? Like, did I do? <laughs> When a stoppable force meets a movable object. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say yes, that I I think I gave you the entangled condition automatically because he was paralyzed. So, like, I'm not sure. Yeah, you had, you could definitely tie him real tight. (gasps) He was frozen. So you might not be able to tie him tight, but you're able to tie multiple knots. Just for pirates, we know how to tie knots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's not even a knot. It's just a whole rat's nest. (laughs) <laughs> that is actually what's keeping spaceships from floating away is it, when you come into tape. port, you tie it to the port, to the station or the rock. Whatever. Do tell what's a rat's nest. Is, that, is What is that? That's the stuff that's that people like, climb to get up the mast and stuff. Um, so, I mean, that's just like when you're trying to untie a... When, when you give it a child a knot to untie and they oh, somehow yeah. loop the string 18 times on itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like picking up a piece of jewelry... Out yeah. of like a, a ball of jewelry. That's like a rat's nest is what kind of I guess. I'm yeah. assuming it's because that's what rat's nests actually look like. Oh. I've never actually seen a rat's nest. Do rats have know. nests? I, I guess they do. They've yeah. got to raise their small children somewhere. <laughs> they <laughs> like won't. lived in corners. <laughs> I didn't think it looked that cool. Let's go ask Riddle. Um, yeah. Hey, sure. so uh, while you all are busy uh, looking at the things, uh, did I give one of you my last serum of healing? I am not doing great. And of course, since I'm all tied up and acting all complicit and moving forward and going back to the ship, I don't want to alarm you if I happen to cast a spell. Wouldn't want to have a shot in the head from you, Thaddeus. So uh, I need some healing. Could Ask someone just bluff check on that? Check, yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that what you're saying is Right, Rolu, because we don't want to give you our last serum if you're going to, like, I don't know, betray us again. You're really convincing me that uh, yeah, that you believe me. Thank you, Thaddeus. Yeah, Who's checking? Well, you? Yeah. No, uh, Rolu Hobson puts his butt towards you, Thaddeus. Are you checking? <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> I had to... Shaq, to me, either one of you pretty good at this. I, I don't know anything about that. What am I doing again, Terry? Just check his health. You're pretty good at pulling things from my pockets. This oh, should yeah. be easy. Sure. So, I'll have a look. You had two serums before the last? I because actually think that Terme, I gave all of them. Uh, like, I used all of them for other people. Because Terme stabbed you in the head with your own serum during the combat. That's right. right? So maybe that was the last one. Okay. All right. So, Jack, you don't find any, I guess. Nope. Well, how how well, is he doing though, Shaq? How's his how's his health? You know, Shaq like squeezes his ribs and like yeah, checks his Jack pulse, but like grabs him in the ring, wrong place. <laughs> uh, checks his pulse. <laughs> oh, I do have medicine skill. Never mind. Hang on. <laughs> I thought I was untrained in medicine. Uh, it's a seventeen, so I'd say he's got a decent idea of how you're doing. Uh, five out of twenty stamina, eleven out of twenty four HP. Gotcha. Thanks, Chuck. I'll make note of that. He's, uh, so is it? He's uh, all right. We should probably. I don't know. Maybe we should rest. How are we? How are we feeling? Do we want to take a? Take yeah, a let's rest. Now that's an idea. Someone, I will rotate watches. Watching Rolu. I'll take first watch. Okay. Before we do anything else, um, you guys made a deal. I just want to know what the deal was. The deal was that 
So Rolu was previously entangled and grappled because he was tied up and held down by me. He's no longer held down because we agreed that we would keep him tied up and if he basically until he goes back to the ship is what we're trying to do. And we're going to keep the puck away from him. But if anything bad happens, we want him to be able to help probably, of course. So that's 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 it. Okay. Uh, the next thing I was going to ask is, are you guys done with the room? And just so we're clear, you have you have the watch that Vari 8 has all of their research on. But that watch, basically the research on that watch and the equipment in this room are kind of what... Vari 13 is looking for. That is what Vari 13 remembers and is, is seeking. So, um, Do we have everything. We can need? we, can we uh, go look, search this area for anything or what area is that? This, this area that I drew this sort of weird. Oh, so the kind of the, the so equipment off to the left hand the side office. of the room. There's, there's a lot of like desks and equipment. Uh, we mentioned this like prior to the combat was everything kind of on the outskirts of this room is, is dilapidated and broken. And it's, it's very, it's very clear that like the gray disassembled everything to build up the prototype drift drive in a way that they needed it to be. That makes sense. So like, you're not going to find anything in those corners, I'd say. But you can roll a perception check. Yeah, I mean, I'll just search the room, even just to search for other dangers, perhaps. Uh, I think that your idea to me of taking a rest is a good one. We don't know what we're going to encounter on our way out. And I got a one. So, uh, so I'm sure that I feel very confident that there's nothing here. All right. And um, so you guys are going to take a rest, you're saying? Yeah, take 10. Yeah. Take 10 or, or a full full night? I would say 10. I don't know that Shaq feels safe enough to take a full night's rest. Yeah. I think that probably makes sense. As Rolu eases into sitting on the edge of this area where the drift energy was flowing, he turns to Jack and Terme. So what did you find out about this, uh, this gray? What did she want? I was very curious. Well, you heard her say, drift on, drift off. Yeah, but you're the one looking at uh, this computer. Yeah, we found almost coordinates. There's like an X and a Y, but there's not a Z, so we don't we don't exactly know what she was moving toward. Mm. We've got a good idea. Can I see? Sure. And uh, Jack shows Rolu the readout. It's you, like, scrolling up. <laughs> zooming in, zooming in. Tell me when you're yes. done. Missed, uh, missed some quaternions. I, I could see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, Chuck. So, uh, how'd you get this puck? How did I get this puck? Yeah, that's what I said. In your moment of glory with, uh, the junk murder bot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. That was fun. It was in that time that when it fell from your incredible shot that, uh, well, that happened to be inside. Hmm. So, Chuck, you put two and two together that, like, you saw him pull something out of Tinkerton's head, and you're like, ah, that that's what that's what he pulled. How did you, how did you know to look there? Well, it's a little bit of, 
I'm sure you know I'm, I'm very sensitive to things that might happen. And, well, also, uh, it's a bit of luck. Sometimes the two come together serendipitously. Hmm. That sounds like bullshit, but sure. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it this way. Uh, I, I know you were a cow here. farmer too, Rolu. Chuck slowly, like, slides away. Okay. <laughs> not not yeah. so far that they can't continue speaking, but, like, doesn't doesn't feel as safe standing right next to Rolu. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, for real. I knew that it would be here in Junker's Delight. And I was confident that uh, based on our mission here, it might be something that I could find. So, hmm. as you see, that's the precognition part, and then there's the luck that we happen to be in the right place at the right time. Every story of Rolu's has like just a huge gap in it. Have you noticed? <laughs> so much just doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. But okay, if you say so. Um, <clears throat> Alright, is everyone feeling good? Topped off? Do we successfully... Mr. GM, take ten minutes. Uh, you could try. That's that's wow. what we're trying to do. Ten that's what minutes. all that dialogue was. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was ten minutes of dialogue. That was ten minutes of dialogue. Was that really relaxing was, uh, though? Is it? Are you ten, guys a little relaxed? Ten minutes. I, I, <laughs> what? And you know, while we're rested here, I wonder. Uh, I wonder what's next. What, what, should we head back out? We should, but we should be careful. This ship is full of spooky stuff. We don't know what we're going to encounter on the way back. Yeah. Let's make a beeline for it. Yeah. And I'll say, like, right right as you were saying that, very serendipitously, you hear this strange hiss coming from outside the lab, I guess, at this point. Because you guys are in the lab. There's only one door. So through that door, there's almost a strange hiss, like a... Uh, I don't like the sound of that. And you also then hear... Clang, 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 which I'm, I'm distinguishing differently from the clink, clink that you heard earlier. To, to close the loop, we did indeed take a 10 minute rest. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. You all burned a resolve point to do that. I'm just making sure you guys are keeping tabs. Yep. I, I didn't need to burn. I, I, I didn't was need fine. to do it either. But all right. Just chill. Wait, what? Cool. Check. Dude, I, I didn't, sure. I didn't, I didn't rest during my 10 minute rest. I was just hanging out. Oh, got it. So what's your plan? So there's a big clang and the doors, because remember that was a like a decontamination chamber. Was the clang clang and the bump bump on the doors outside of the chamber or on the doors to the room that we're in currently? So the the doors in the like lo- the cleaning room at the base of the lab is are open from when you came through last time. Gotcha. So that what you're hearing is kind of like whatever sound that is from wherever it's coming from funneling through that door. Kevin, just letting you know, I rebuilt my 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 armor, you know, the breakaway ages, and then also reloaded. Okay, just all, right. all right, dope. Thank, thank thank you for informing. Way to call it out. Um, cool. I think Chuck is going to, uh, in his curiosity, amble over to the doors and press his ear against it oh. to try to get a better idea of what's so out there. those doors are open right you can see through them they should be open I yep. don't think you guys closed them are both you. sets open I didn't think yeah. you could have both sets of doors open well this this isn't a functional ship at this point <laughs> okay then I guess like, I will it's not like an active it. clean room yeah that's fair yeah. I'm gonna retcon it so that Jack peers around the corner instead of stepping into what is clearly a murder hole <laughs> a murder hole okay I mean it looks like a good ambush point maybe we just 
fight our way straight back out, make a beeline for it. What do you guys think? A hole that opens up into a new area. Is there one? Well, if there's... I thought that's what Shaq was looking at. If there, We should probably just head back, you know? That's what I mean. Make a straight beeline. We make like a dog need. and get the kafak out of here? Yeah. I don't need a. I don't need to fight no ghosts. <laughs> uh, right, you do. Then sorry. here, uh, there's a crackle that echoes throughout the room, and this time it's it's in every room. It's in the room you're in. You hear this crackle, yeah, and then let's you hear get the fudge out of here. Uh, yeah, you can't make me. All right, maybe you can. And then there's a rustling and some clicks, and there, there. I think it's working now. And uh, you hear excellent. Put him with the android. And then speaking directly into the comm unit, coming over the intercom system, you hear Tez Tronin say, Well, looks like you're trapped in there, and you have what we want. So, how about you bring us the treasures, or we'll have to come in and take them from you? Actually, yeah, yeah, you should you should. Yeah, you should definitely and, do that. And take them it's from totally us. cool, and not at all dangerous. So are you, are you trying to talk back to her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm assuming the intercom is two-way. Give me an engineering check. Uh, okay. Uh, I got an 18 on engineering. So engineering 18, that works. Uh, you can actually see like on the comm unit right above Chuck where he's hanging out the door. There's a comm unit there, and there's a, a button that if you push it, you can talk back to them. Do we want to tell them to come in and get it and have them guns blazed, or do we want to feign like we're... Uh, gonna comply be like we're hurt we can't move uh come inside help us we'll give you your treasures in exchange for our lives wink wink or we could do something else what do you feel like guys there there's an old pre-gap movie called home alone Uh, oh i think between if we can get some some Okay, traps. I it's, love where your head's at. Re- re-enable this gun at the front. That's I think this a is like idea. I like I like where your head's at, man. I'll uh I also got this proximity thing if we gotta uh, you know make that work. I don't know. So do you reply back to Tess? Yeah, should we tell should we tell sell her a story about our Sad sorrows or what? Um, I would like to. I'm assuming that that Termaid tells Chuck how to use the button. Um, Chuck is, um, <laughs> Chuck is going to bluff them by recounting the entire plot of Home Alone. <laughs> to give the rest of the 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 crew time to set traps and re-enable this gun. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> how how does that work? So you're going to give me a bluff check? I would love to. 17. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> Can I assist? I have a plus 11. To my no, no, that's, that's plenty. That's plenty. Has, so has Turbaden seen the movie? <laughs> I feel like I've talking. seen... There's, the wet bandits, right? That's who we are. 
<laughs> so you guys are like discussing like what your plan is to uh, to get out, how to get out of here. And Chuck's like, no, no, I got this. And he clicks a button. And he's like, so there was this family in a big mansion and just starts going on and on about Home Alone. Uh, so this is how we're going to go through it. This is how we're going to move forward. Um, we know now that the true warriors are laying siege to the stellar flare and you don't know how long you have. Uh, it's probably until he finishes his bluff check. Um, or you guys could just stop now and walk out. I'm just saying you could walk out with your hands up, finish this whole campaign. Um, but since you're not going to do that, I am going to let you set up traps. Uh, it's, we're going to call it a scrap point system. We're going to work this in. Um, you can build traps and seal doors using scrap points. So what I need now, uh, I need to know how much each of you are carrying. How much scrap do you have in your inventories? You have come across scrap several times in this series. Um, I'm just curious if any of you actually threw it into your inventory. I threw in at one point, I think, some, but I don't see it on my sheet. Okay, but so I have um, I have a spell for... Oh, no, that's nothing. Never mind. I mean, nope, I... I Honestly, I didn't pick any up. I, I do have like this junk gun, which I could just try. It's nope. terrible. I'm looking for a specifically junk. Well, scrap. could we like it's an item scrap of parts of the ship? So yes, if you don't have anything else, we can we can move forward. Okay, so and you guys have starting off with zero scrap. I uh, still have the have, proximity. I have one other proximity, uh, and okay. I have the one and that I, was already set up too. That one is set up. I have that one on note. Um, so you guys can take time to spread out and collect uh, broken pieces of electronic metal or debris. Um, so are, are the three of you going to go out and find scrap anywhere specific, or do you want to just do a, a general search? Um, I think if Jack wanted to search for scrap while speaking into this intercom, he'd have to search within this room. So you could start. I'll give you a perception check. 12. Okay. You're able to find one piece of scrap. Like out of all the junk that's in the corners and stuff, you're like, oh, I think that part is usable. And you point it out to somebody else to pick up. So you got one, one piece of scrap. Um, who's going next? I'll go next. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go through the hallways. Maybe uh, do we need to move? Or? Um, just tell me where you're going. And if you guys can recall the map or do you need me to move you around, show you the map? Sorry, wh- where, where is Shaq like, looking for scrap? Shaq, Shaq was looking for scrap in the room. like the crew. Yeah, because this seems like a really good room for that. So I should look somewhere else. It makes it makes more sense to like look elsewhere if Shaq has this covered. Or is there just enough scrap for both of us? We could is just, that, like, I see you drew a big thing on the me. map, Will. Okay, so you're looking at that computer room that you guys went to before. Uh, so go ahead, give me either a perception or engineering check. I'll do engineering. Okay. Because I have a zero perception and a plus one engineering for a 15. Ooh, okay. You get three points of scrap. So what is the scrap economy? I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, okay. Kelly? Where, what region are you looking? So, in this room, if I look in this room, that's not valid anymore, right? Or is there just enough scrap in here where I could just look here? The room you're in right now, I'm going to say that, like, if you try to look here again, I'm going to just raise the DC up even higher. Okay. All right. Well, I can't remember the layout of this place. Do you want to go search? Yeah. Okay. Let's move fast. There's no, you're not on a, um, 
speed restraint. Okay. Will checked out the one with the ghosts. Is that right? The ghosts were over here. You checked the one across from that. I checked this one over here. Right. So you guys just walked out into the hallway right outside of those doors, and there's those two rooms. The um to the the right there is the the room where the ghosts were, and the bodies of those two are probably still in there. Um, and then to the left was that the server room with all the com- with the computer and all the servers where you guys got electrocuted. I guess I can look in like the. Oh no, it doesn't look like there. Were- yeah, I'll look in the ghost room. Okay, uh, give me a perception check. Sixteen. Okay, you get one point of scrap. Wow, I thought you guys would roll a lot higher in all this. Um, does you want Rolu to help you search it all, or is he gonna just be hanging out? I was in the back? gonna ask Thaddeus before he left. You know, I'm I'm trained as an engineer. I'm, I clearly am interested in all of us getting out of here. I understand the situation. Rolu, here's the thing. Hey, what's up? Ro- Thaddeus comes back into the room. Rolu, let's go look for some scrap. You and me, all right? I'm gonna use your sharp vision and your that's, engineering that's prowess. Good. Okay. Come on. Thank you. I'll walk along with you. For being in support of me being imprisoned. No one's letting you free. I'm gonna set up some booby traps, maybe at some key points, maybe, but I'll wait for you guys to get searching. But if there's no time constraint. So overall, you guys have what, five points total right now? One from Chalk, one from Thaddeus, and three from. Yeah. Yeah. So five total. I'm keeping track of this. All right, Rodu, put that brain of yours to work. You're gonna let. Rolu search. So Rolu, give me an engineering check or a perception check. And tell me what region you're looking in. Where have you already searched, that is? Right, we've already engineering. checked the computer room and the room where the ghosts were. So somewhere else where you think there might be more parts. Scrap around, you know. I am also, John, struggling to remember where we went. It's all right. We'll look together. Watch out for that claymore. Yeah, there's one around that corner, by the way, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You let me know a little too... Don't, don't, <laughs> no, I'm going to say they, they gave you enough ample warning to get around it. I, freaking I feel like Thaddeus pushed me a little bit as I'm trying to walk <laughs> around. He's like, don't, don't trip. Don't trip. Do I have to search in a room or can I look in the hallways? Yeah, you can search in the hallway. So are, what, are you looking in the hallway right outside the front door? I am honestly walking around because I'm trying to recall what rooms we've gone in that were okay, not the so right now, the computer room. You guys have the three of you. Chuck is back there, still running through. He's getting to the point where they, they uh, got on the airplane, and the mother realizes he's gone. Um, and uh, the the three of you, uh, Terme, <laughs> Rolu, and Thaddeus, have moved down the center towards the front. And as you guys get close enough to those doors in the front, you see the 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 um, the gun turret recessed into the ceiling and you see the scanner and those doors are slammed shut and what you can see is glowing red and orange kind of around the edges of that door looks like they're trying to take this door down and you hear that clang clang very loud and very clear coming from that door is that a separate engineering check to know what that is I think it's very clear what it is Right, that but is, like, okay, that's fine. I, I was like, just gonna ask. Are they <laughs> melting down the door, like, yeah, uh, like, are they melted? Like, is it like a lightsaber or not a lightsaber? Sorry, an energy sword going through, and like, it's like, yes, the um, energy. I, I would say it's, it's, energy sword. it's more of on the uh, on the framework. They're like slowly cutting through the sides. They got a plasma cutter. Yeah, they got a plasma ooga booga. Yeah, um, plasma ooga booga. But what you do see is the patrol bot, um, right there. So you okay. can repair it. I'm just trying to go to the place in the strategic map where there are the most resources. That's all I'm trying to... Because I don't know how the scrap economy, if it matters, 
So, so you can give me an engineering check on the control okay. bot. Okay. The dead corpse of the control bot. I hope I roll high. Woo! That's a natural nineteen for a twenty-eight. Wow. Dang. Okay. You get. I'm going to say you can get six points of scrap from that. See, I told you, Thaddeus. Cool. Okay. With that, uh, let me share with you. Let's be clear that Thaddeus is the one picking up the scrap. Um, thanks for finding that, Rolu. You're still oh, tied sure. up. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Well, yeah, but I do. I could use your help repairing this turret here. Can you come so, over here? Um, I'll need my hands to be in the front. So Let's go over how scrap points are actually going to work. Um, I just shared the document with you. Can you guys all see that? Yes. Um, so what it says is that you can, for one scrap point, you can make a decoy. Um, for two scrap points, you can seal a door. For four scrap points, you can build a barricade that is 10 foot by 5 foot. And for six scrap points, you can construct a trap in a hallway or a door. How and you guys have, have a total of 11 scrap points to share. So we can get one decoy, one barricade, and one trap if we're just going by sheer number of things. Is that inclusive of us potentially repairing anything that was already in place? Okay, so the turret in the middle, if you guys are looking at that, is that what you said? Yeah. I'm going to say that takes 10 points, 10 scrap points to do if you want the turret to work. I think it's worth it. Absolutely. just choke them off right here. Or you could tear it down and use that for four points. We know where they're coming through. I don't think they can, uh, they're really in the mood to go digging. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. Digging for what? Well, there was those entry points where, like, dirt was coming in. Right? Right. Like, from the yeah. outside. Seems unlikely. I, yeah, it's doubtful, I think. I think uh, maybe if we just get them in a choke point here. And- I think it's good to make a stand here, and we can retreat tactfully as needed. Yeah, we can, uh, uh, we can, we can retreat back into the uh, chamber and, and make our final stand there if it comes to that. There's a couple of intersections of hallways where we could take cover and fire from as we need. Yeah. And we have a booby trap behind us. Is it? And this turret. Yes. Okay. Got it. So we can repair the turret and create a decoy. Do we have to create the decoy now or can we do that on the fly? Also, can we like trigger the... Do we want to draw them into this hallway somehow with the decoy and then... Kev, can you take off your headphones so you don't hear us this scheming? So you don't know. <laughs> uh, no, because I have to help you do it, don't I? Do you? I mean, yes. <laughs> so then you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it. He takes an iron and attaches it to a rope, puts that on a spring, so that as soon as they open the door, they get clobbered right in the face. It's it's it was the best. Merry and he Christmas, was like, "You filthy animals! <laughs> yeah, you filthy animals." Keep the change. Keep the change. It's so funny. It's voice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, who's going to repair this turret? I think Shark, you're pretty good at engineering, eh? Yep. Uh, Rolu, why don't you and he Shark has a plus five. I thought you asked me. I have a plus nine. Well, you can. I'm sure Shark's nimble enough to do it with his hands, and you can help him. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Eyes. You hear the hands you, part. You hear from the back. Stuff. Chuck's a little busy. Chuck. Do we need to roll, or does the 10 scrap points allow us to automatically do it? You're going to use the scrap points to do things. To make a roll. To make a roll? A to roll? repair no, the turret. It's, it's just, yeah, we oh, have so. that. We already rolled because that's how many scrap points we have. Got so it. We can just so the untrained scrap. can just do it with the scrap. Yeah, so we can. Rolu could do it with his hands tied behind his back. 
Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. You know, weird, very <laughs> you know specific. All right, scenario, totally. Get this turret up and going, and uh, do we want to draw him into here? Do we put a decoy there? Where do we want to put a decoy? I feel like if we put a decoy down the middle, they'll probably see that first. Better to put it off to the side and then have somebody fire so they look that way, and then we we fire from the other direction. Okay, so you guys are fixing the turret and then using a decoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me drop this turret back in place. I'm going to remind you that this thing targeted everyone. Can we reprogram so, it? If you go to reprogram it, are you, how are you going to get it to tell you not to target you? That's <laughs> what I'm asking. Um, well, there's... We could, we could code it. We, we could... We could you're asking you know, software engineers that yeah, question. You're, you're asking. <laughs> well, like, go ahead and give me friendly. <laughs> give me a culture check. I guess would be recall knowledge, right? Okay, sure. Culture or, or check or terminate. check your notes. I got a twenty-eight. Cool. So you remember the badges? Badges. We don't need no stinking badges. If we do, those two badges that you picked off of the the two dead bodies in uh, the the study room. Um, are what this thing will will analyze to oh. say you are their friend or foe badges, you know? Yeah. So I would say, I'm just that's a fair warning. I think Tremere would be like, wait, don't forget the badges. Yeah, uh, we need and those then, sticking badges. This and you only have two of them. The so Madre. if you want to get rid of Rolu, make sure you have him standing just, in the hallway without yeah, a badge. Without a badge. <laughs> Sorry, what was it? <laughs> well, no, we, we need a question, Rolu. Yeah, so, uh, we need to know hmm. more, I suppose. Rolu, uh, you don't have a badge. I think that's uh, that's probably Terme and I. So let's get you safely around the corner. All right? Well, this this thing is going to come on. It's going to target you if you don't have it. Yes, sorry. I'm just relishing in your concern for my safety. Uh, I'm going to put a, uh, a proximity <laughs> mine uh, above in the ceiling, maybe just before. As you step out of the scanner. There we are. Nice. Could you perhaps uh, move my? I I would like to shoot, and I think yeah. I should put one or two somewhere else. So I'm gonna put one here, if that's cool. Uh, with a uh, barbed shrapnel grenade. You're placing a barbed shrapnel grenade. Uh, with a proximity switch, a Mark One proximity switch. Okay. Um, Remember what a barbed shrapnel grenade does, please. Um, a, a barbed so shrapnel grenade. Just have it ready. That's all I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> it has an embed property and an explode property. So do you need to do an engineering check to make that work? I don't believe so uh, for the proximity switch, although I will check. Yeah. N- nothing nothing here. Uh, it just does a perception check of with a plus eight per mark level for detecting people within five feet. Okay. So I'm putting it at the choke point here. I'm going to put one. Um, it's not the drone won't set it off, I don't think. So I could put one by the drone when they go to get their kill on. It'll go off. Great. Maybe I'll put it behind it. You know, put some that burger wrapper I think I see over in the corner just to obscure the, the thing. So, you know, it doesn't look like they're falling into a trap, but they are. I like the way you think. <laughs> And uh, I got one more. Do I save it? Because we already got the other one, too. The, but it's only rigged with a flash grenade. But that could be useful. Okay. I think I know what... I think I think we're good. 
All right. So just to recant, you guys use 10 scrap points to fix the turret. Somebody give me an engineering check on that. All right. And I'll let you assist if you want. 13. I can't. Assist. I guess Jack will holler advice down the hole. <laughs> no, he won't. I can assist. Uh, just I just want to check my. What is uh, this for, Kev? I got it. What? I assist. Nice. So 15 total. What is this for? None of your business. So it's a 15 total. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. I, no, I what just, am I assisting okay. then? To to fix the turret. Uh, I thought we did that with the 10. I thought we did that with the scrap points. I didn't think we had a roll. Right. Role. You fixed it, and I'm I'm adjusting something based off of your rolls. Mm, well, I got an 18 uh, on my roll, but I don't. That was to assist, though. Okay. Um, so the, we got the turret. We got this this one here right at the uh, the scanner is a, what do you call it, percussion? A shrapnel, like, barbed shrapnel, shrapnel grenade. grenade. Okay. What is this circle here for? Another, uh, well, let's do Frag Mark II. Okay, there's a Frag Mark II in the hallway just past the the turret. We have the proximity um, sensor with the flash grenade uh, right as you turn the corner past the that first set of uh, rooms. Where is your decoy? We want to draw them into the center. So where do we want to be and where do they want to put the decoy? Guys... Uh, so so then he yeah, he sets up a, a a bucket with glue in it and it just pours all over the guy right and he steps into the living room goes to turn the light on but it turns the light on and it turns a fan on it just blows the entire room full of feathers this guy looks like a stuffed chicken it's the best <laughs> is there just static on the other end <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's like a two way radio. Like he, as long as he's talking, there's no responding. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, I think honestly, what's going on is that you, like you guys hear this the way that the the intercom system is set up. It's it's going over the entire intercom system. So as yeah, you guys are like discussing where to put the decoy and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you just hear Chuck going on and on about. Uh, so good. <laughs> so uh, Thaddeus is like, I really need to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thaddeus, right. I would like to be able to help and. Yeah, Rolu's my gun. Rolu, you right behind Rolu's back, you hear this and you feel the heat of the Dashko behind you. And it just holds it there for a second. He draws it next to your the nape of your neck. And then slowly just like cuts the cord behind you all the way down. I will be keeping an eye on you. Mm. How long have you been planning this? Planning. <laughs> planning what? All right, so that decoy. Where is that decoy going? No, 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 no. hold on. You've been on to me from our first, second encounter. Do you remember when you foolishly uh, acted as a leader and, well, you made the mistake by chastising Tremay afterwards, but that's neither here nor there. Since then, you've been pushing. From the very start, you have been a suspicious person. Do you remember the very first time I met you? You lied about how you even got to the Caduceus, how you were transported there. You just tried to disguise it as a joke, but it was really suspicious, and you've been suspicious over and over and over again. And you were Hears's, a, a, a high, high ranking on Hears's ship. I already knew this. It, it automatically makes you suspicious. So I didn't like you from the beginning. You were suspicious from the start, and your suspicion quadrupled when we found out about what Hears did. So don't act as if I've been setting you up. 
this was going to happen. Mm. And then we found that stuff on you while you were sleeping. It's obvious, man. Oh. There's more that I could say, mm. but mm. we can talk about that later at the ship, about how we know that you're really suspicious. All right? Sure, let's talk about it later. Trying to gaslight me and everyone, I know you. And I'm not going to have it. I don't want to break up the party here, but we still got to put this decoy down. Thaddeus, where do you suppose we should do that, given your tactical expertise? Well, if we're going to keep pushing for back into the engine room, we could <laughs> all the way do to the it back. after. Put it all- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <You can't>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone's questioning. Thaddeus Behind the innocent himself. people. <laughs> so, well, you. you set up this wonderful trap right here. Why don't we do it a bit further back so that will be the third thing they run into if they get that far. Well, do we want to put it right where you are? Like, No, no, no. Further back this way, my man. You see that? You have your claymore there or whatever that it's is. It's a decoy, Perhaps. right? Well, further back then? So does the decoy... What is the decoy do? It will draw their attention, I think, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to draw them to this hallway or through it. And at the very end, they'll have a nice surprise uh, with this flash. And then maybe we can come around the corner here and maybe somebody will be here. Okay. When you, please, when you're saying here and here, where, where are you saying? on the So menu? I feel at this junction, we should just be at all three points of this junction uh, and have the decoy at the center of this junction. So they'll come through, they'll see the bot, they'll, they'll fight the bot and then they'll, if if they're drawn to the decoy, they'll try to get to the decoy, right? Yeah, I like that idea. Rolu is massaging his wrists and his hands and stretching them out. I th- I think that's a great idea for me. So as you guys are debating this, you see that that those gold flame lines essentially running further and further up and down the door, and you hear that clang clang every once in a while. I think um, it's getting near the uh, the witching hour, as so it were. So they finally get in the house. They get to him. They hang him up on a door hanger because that's rude. And this groundskeeper guy that's been scaring him the whole time, this kid the whole time, rolls in with a snow shovel, hits him in the face, takes Kevin down off of the hook, and saves the day. So where's that decoy? Uh, I, think, I think we put the decoy kind of within sight like kind of in between these two arbitrary five five meter blocks as if he's peering around the corner and we, we start blasting and then when we start blasting they, they'll come towards the blasting maybe I don't know but maybe they'll try to go around in which case we should probably block that off but then what do we spend all that money or scrap on uh, getting this I don't know man I don't know if I, how I feel about this plan We've already come this far. I think it's a great idea, Tremay. Let's let's go with it, as you said. I just don't like it. So, should we be hiding in one of these uh, rooms then? Chalk runs out of story to tell, and the comms open up, and Tez finally overcomes and pushes the button, and says, "My patience is running very thin. Get that door open now." And you hear clang, clang, right as she orders that. Take your final positions. I don't think we should back ourselves into a small space. We shouldn't back ourselves into a corner. We 
should leave ourselves options. So why don't we camp out in the hallways? All right? Perhaps back here? There's uh, four different directions we can go. This, he points to the hallway that is in between this decoy and goes further to the engine room. In between there. Jack has no idea that the story was playing over the intercom, so he just comes sprinting out. Guys, I'm out of story. I got to the end of the movie. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are okay. we going to do? I can see the decoy, and I can, um, I could have potentially do like cover fire or something. <laughs> Chuck, we're about to have company of the unfriendly kind. Nothing me and my puck can't handle. Amen to that. <laughs> just start thrusting. All <laughs> uh, oh, right. You're, uh, oh, right. Pernicious little so line, aren't you? Is that where you're staying? Is this it? This well, is... well. Uh, just last check. Where Where is everybody? We're all in the same hallway. <laughs> yeah, we're all in the same hallway. <laughs> so you guys have come out of the lab. You're now you're now just south of the two the the study room and and the computer room, and you're kind of in the barricade. We, we, I've said are like two uh, panels of probably like computer gauges and meters and stuff, um, and that opening there kind of zigzags into the main hallway that heads out the stellar flare. So in that main hallway, you guys put a frag grenade um, right at the scanner opening. No shrapnel bar shrapnel. And then the frags by the uh, behind the drone. Sorry, shrapnel first, then the drone, then there's a frag grenade, and the frag grenade is also proximity switch. Yes, I okay. burned two proximity switches, and then you get to. Do, Did you have, have? Yeah, I had. You had three. Three to begin. Okay, I had cool. three because then there's total plus the one. So no, no, no. Right, I had four. There was the the third one. I have one left. Okay, because that's okay. That's all. That's all I really needed. So because the the um, flash still bang the one, still yeah, with the flash right around the corner at the end of that hallway, and you put the decoy kitty corner from that on this side of the hallway. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you th- four now are gathered just on the opening after the zigzag. And Rolu has line of sight on that hallway. Same first first line of sight. Yeah. I feel like Thaddeus Scanning was like, Scanning the sectors, here. guys. Keep your sectors clear. And you hear Tez Tronin say, Don't say I didn't give you a chance. And there's a loud boom as the first explosion. And then a loud metal clang, 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 clang echoes through the empty corridors as what the, the, the metal doors into the stellar flare fall to the ground, followed by thump of bootsteps and priming of weapons. The airlock door has been breached, and they're coming in. Here they come. Weapons out, spells ready. Here we go. So, be before we go any further, I need initiative order from you. Ooh. I got an 18. Uh, 13 for Chuck. 13 for Chuck. Uh, Thaddeus, you said 7? Yes. Yes. And Rolu, what was yours? Sorry, uh, my uh, data pad with my initiative bonus is being very slow here. Oh, sorry. Five. Five. Five total. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, cool, 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 cool. Give me one second just to sort range. This is like the tense moment where we're just we're waiting for footsteps. There's like gunfire and then we're just waiting. We're like expecting somebody around every corner. It's cool. Uh, Terme, you're, you're up first. 
I'm going to ready an action. I'm going to provide, I believe it's harrying fire. Okay. You're going to ready a herring fire. Uh, like, so if I see somebody, like if I see movement in this hallway, I want to try and draw the fu- like that enemy with my herring fire kind of and provide a, a buff. So first, the uh, true warrior, the first movement you, you, I guess you kind of see, you kind of have a slim view. You're the only one that could see it. You see there's a true warrior standing there right at the outside of the scanner. Um, and you see a bunch of bodies behind him. Uh, and you see a Yosoki kind of scramble past him and he runs through the scanner and he steps on that proximity switch and there's no kind of save for that. I guess it'd be the grenades reflex for the, for the perception of the, like to set it off. Or are you talking about he triggered? I'm going to say he already triggered it. Okay. Um, so then it's just going to be the reflex save from that. Right. I'll just read what it says. This cruel grenade propels exceptionally jagged shrapnel, causing lasting pain. Affected creatures that fail their reflex saves against that this grenade take the listed damage. As long as they take any damage from the grenade, the shrapnel also impedes them per the embed weapon critical hit effect. Both these grenade sadistic effects and their common use by slavers to immobilize victims have resulted in wide-scale bans of these weapons though more lawless regions rarely regulate explosives. Ooh. I think it's a DC 12 is what it's telling me. And I passed that with a 17. So first we'll do this, the, the, that. So roll your damage for the shrapnel grenade. So I got two. Okay. <laughs> so uh, so I'll, one. I'll half that. <laughs> so I take one point of damage. Great. So, and he's little and nimble. So he's like, Shakes his shakes his way out of it and somehow dodges this fra- um, shrapnel grenade, but as he does that, it triggers the turret, and the turret goes and drops from the ceiling and starts mowing down everyone. So we go through this, starting with your decoy, because it is in the line of sight for this thing, just barely, and so the decoy is going to take. 3d6 of damage. I didn't think that would be the case. I don't you know. You said it was peeking around the corner, right? Right, but like, is so you want, Is it sight-based? It, it, yeah, it's sight-based. It's a two-hit. So like, No, no, no. But like, the mechanism to, to fire upon the decoy is sight-based? Like, it's got a camera? Or is it like heat? Like, flur? Sight-based. It's a camera. But it does, so it works in the dark though, or it doesn't work in the dark is what you're telling me. I think you're overcomplicating this. It hits it. <laughs> All right, but if it has dark vision, it the, it has dark vision of of sixty feet, and it sees its thing. It it's gonna hit it. Okay, uh, whatever. It it destroys it, shreds your your decoy, and then it's gonna twist and turn, uh, 180 degrees, and it's going to. Oh, natural 20. I'm not even going to bother calculating that. The first, the Yosoki just dodged through the, the grenade and <laughs> bang, gets driven up the, the center of it. Amazing. Uh, that tr- Next, the tough warrior behind it. That hits and that's going to be ten points of damage for the true that true warrior. The next Yusoki 
That's a hit. Dude, this thing is decimating. Yeah. And that true warrior Glad I'm is holding this key card. Does I figured it would also yeah. do work on ten right? points well spent. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, there's actually that that true warrior is not seen. And then there's one more true warrior outside that's in the line. And that hits. For nine points of damage. Oh, okay. yikes! Yikes! The problem is, it buzzes through all of that, and then it goes and turns off. Oh, and that's our come on. Oh, I, I was waiting. I was waiting for that to come through. Mm. Well, it was it was a wise setup. It was worth it for the could. first two enemies, yeah. three enemies. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That was good. Thanks for listening, we scallywags. Until next week, drift begones and distant stars. <laughs>